Hello, welcome to Noon Prayer. Glory to God. We just praise God for you. If you're joining us online, welcome. Thank you all for being here. Good to see you. And uh, we just praise God for you. Back up a little bit. So, um, that way I can look at you easy and look, look that way. So, we've been talking about the purpose of prayer and the principles of prayer and the power of prayer, the purpose, the principles, and the power. Yesterday, we kind of went through all of them. Today's kind of the last day. So this is the last day of the month. We've been doing this on weekdays uh, for a month now, noon prayer, excuse me, noon prayer. And um, uh, it, we've been doing it on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a week off, but we're going to continue this. So this will be available for people that want to come in and pray, and uh, they should. It's a, we're a house of prayer and prayer. Like I know, Sharon, you've, been, you've participated a lot by coming here. Have you been getting some stuff? Has it like been opening up to you, like different things? Not just prayer, but I know you've been receiving stuff while you're here, but have you seen it opening up in other areas as well? That's awesome. Glory to God. And that's what happens when we start to, one of the first things that we talked about, uh, the purpose of prayer was prayer is our work. It is our work that we're supposed to be doing in Christ, and we should see it like that. It's our work. And uh, we talked about the purpose of prayer is to produce uh, two different things. One, to produce the power and to produce uh, the manifestation of God's promises. But the most important thing is it produces, and this is what I'm really leading toward, it produces intimacy in our life with God. Uh, prayer really produces a fellowship and an intimacy. In the book we're reading for Impact on the anointing, is talking about how when we, when we pray and we go in, we start praying uh, just kind of in the flesh to begin with. We put ourselves there, but as we put ourselves there, while we're in the middle of praying, something happens and there's a shift from just speaking words in the flesh to this intimacy with God. And so it produces uh, this intimacy. We talked about the different principles of prayer, uh, that it's our work. Uh, we have to be dependent on God. We must be dependent on God. Uh, we're in a partnership with God, whether we recognize that or not. God wants us to be in partnership with Him, and this is why we pray. Uh, we talked about the importance of principle of prayer is the corporate anointing. Uh, it's important that we come together and pray. Uh, it's good that we pray in our prayer closet, but it's also good that we come together and pray. Uh, we talked about uh, how we have to pray with joy. With joy, we reach into the, the wells of salvation. Yesterday, we talked about praying in faith. Uh, now, joy, I, we didn't really touch on this, but we will. You know, one of the things that I want to work on is actually putting out a little book that talks about these key concepts of prayer. Uh, there's so much to prayer. I was thinking about it just a few minutes ago. There's so much to prayer uh, there's so much to it, it's, it's hard to you know, write one book that encapsulates it all, right? Uh, but what the Lord's given us is just these key concepts. And, and we didn't really talk about praying in hope, but that is huge. We have to, we mentioned it, but we have to pray with joy, which is one we did talk about, with joy, with confidence, and with expectation. We have to pray with joy, with confidence and expectation. Yesterday we talked about we have to pray with hope. 
I mean, with faith, right? We can't sit here and think that nothing's going to happen when we pray. No, something happened. Like yesterday, we were talking about worship. I believe something was released into this body yesterday about worship in this house, right? Um, I don't have any doubts about it. We, we opened up something we've never cracked open before in prayer yesterday about worship in Boomerang. And uh, I believe it. Do you all believe it? Amen. And uh, so not only that, uh, you know, one of the things that we said is we said that, that even angels... Uh, would be just overwhelmed with worship. They just, you know, when they would fly into this place. And uh, not only that, but people would be overwhelmed with worship when they come into this place. And that, that worship leaders and musicians would say, I got to go there to pick up something. I got to go to Boomerang to pick up something, all right? So now the other thing is this. Uh, we've got to pray in love, Right? We have to have love as our backer. So a lot of times we're trying to accomplish things, and that's good. And it, the, the purpose of prayer is to produce the manifestations of God. But what's our why? Why are we wanting it? You know, many, I would say, and because I've had this temptation without question, many people, many pastors would say, okay, we need to pray. Why we need to pray? Well, I want to have more people to preach to, and I want to have more finances. That's the wrong motivation. It's not that that's wrong in itself for those things to happen. You know, the Bible says in a multitude of people is a king's glory, right? And in lack of people is a prince's ruin. Uh, so, one of the things that we have to understand is that's not a bad prayer unless our why is wrong. Our why always has to be, I love God, because it's the only thing that will stand. And when we go to pray, we, we pray anything. Look, even if we pray in tongues, but have not love, it's like tinkling symbol. It means nothing, right? It, we've got to understand that if we're going to pray in English, which absolutely can be corrupted, then we've got to make sure that love is our why. Love's our backing force when we pray. Why are we doing this? Because we want to see the kingdom of God advance. We want to see people blessed. Why do we want to be a place of worship? We want to give God everything that he deserves. We want to help people grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ that worship like Christ did, right? We want to, like he worshiped the Father, we want to make sure that we help and provide an atmosphere for that. So our, our motivation is not just to draw people here. Our motivation is f so that the Lord might be glorified and magnified and people can rise up to that level. Because not only is God blessed when people rise up to that level, but people are blessed when they rise up to that level. And so in prayer, we must remember love. And so if you look at, well, I, I kind of quoted it to you, but 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 3, I think it is. Oh, excuse me. Um, starting in verse 1, I, I've utilized 13 for other things, but we'll go there. So if I speak with the tongues... Um, uh, if you back up into chapter 12 and verse 31, it's talking about all the gifts, and gifts are awesome. And it says, but earnestly desire the greater gifts or covet the best gifts. It's one place where God says you can covet something. Covet to speak in tongues. Covet to be able to interpret. Covet to work in miracles. Covet. And you notice here, this is, and this kind of shows you, this verse right here somewhat uh, opens up something. 
How many people have thought that certain people have certain gifts and you don't get other ones? Like I, everybody has certain gifts and I don't get more. Then why would God tell us to covet the greater gifts? In other words, he, he's telling you, you can covet whatever gift you, you want. And which one, I've heard many people say, which one's the greater one? The greater one is the one you need at the moment. So when I'm ministering, I'm like, Lord, give me whatever gift I need. If I need miracles, give me miracles. If I need healing, give me miracles. I'm coveting the greatest gift at that moment, and that shows you that you can cover. You're not stuck on one gift. Well, you got tongues. That's it. You're not getting anything else. No, that's not the way it works. He's saying, "Look, covet." The, notice it's plural, not just the greater gift, the greater gifts, right? But so he's talking about these gifts, and they're awesome enough so that the Father would say, by the Holy Ghost, covet them. This is the Holy Ghost, God saying, covet them. But then he says. And I show you still a more excellent way. In other words, the gifts by themselves are lower unless you add something to it. It says, if I, 13.1, if I speak with tongues of men and angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. So if I, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, right? If I speak in tongues or I speak in English, but I have not love. We come in here, we pray, but we don't have love. We don't have love. Like we're just trying to show each other how, how well we pray. That's not love, right? Uh, we come in here, we try to be the lead. You know, my job as pastor is to lead prayer overall. I mean, you know, Felicia may be the leader of Frontline's prayer, but my job is to lead her in that. That's my job, right? But when I get in here, you know, how many times during this month have I said, hey, you run it. You know, here, take the mic. <laughs> you know, my job, and that's a part of leading, is being able to say, I don't have it right now. And I've watched her hand it say, she's got it right now. She's got this. They've got it right now. Pastor, you got something right now. She'll hand it right back. Our job is not to show off or show how, how well we pray. Our job is to accomplish what God wants to accomplish that day. And he says this, if you love me, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So what is his commandments to us today in this prayer? What is his commandments to us today? What is he speaking today? What's the flow today? Because if we get in his flow, then we'll produce for the kingdom and we will love him. And now our prayers will be on track, right? And so then it says, if I have the gift of prophecy, I know all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Then, then this, verse 3. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Zero. Even though I gave all my possessions away and I gave my body, my life to be completely burned out, but I was outside of the commandment of God, outside of the flow of God, it profits me nothing. Oh, it profits me nothing. It's not a bad place. So, In other words, we don't want to be somewhere that God doesn't want us to be. We want to be right there. And, and we need to pay attention to what's his flow today, what's he saying today. It's like yesterday talking about worship. That was the last thing on my mind. I hadn't thought about praying over worship or anything. But we got in it. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of just worshiping, really worshiping in our prayer time, 
that dropped in and you could feel the weight of it, right? We were following the flow and the commandments. Something broke. Something broke loose. There was a floodgate of worship that broke loose in this place. Now, how it manifests, I don't know. I just know the dam broke, right? So, anyway, um, verse 4, in prayer. So, see this as in prayer. Love is patient. My prayer is patient. You know, see, a lot of people, they just want to come in here. They want to get prayer over with. Love is patient. I can tell you I've had plenty of stuff to do over the last few weeks. And like going, our scheduled time is noon to one, but we're not afraid to go past. But I can tell you I've had a couple of times in this time. One of them was yesterday, right? One of them was yesterday. I was like, I got to go. I got, I got stuff to do. I got things for the Lord to get done. But love is patient. So I can pray. And it not really be effective, or I can pray and be effective. You got to be patient. You, it's not, hey, that's the Holy Ghost that's directing things. That, that's Him. And there is a time, you know. Sometimes you can get people where they'll just they'll keep going and 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 going, and that was they missed the flow of God there too, right? Because they just they don't understand that they're hey, the, you can go. In other words, um, um, there's a scripture. Well, uh, the is the spirit is subject to the prophet. What's that? Speak that to me real quick. That scripture is subject to the prophet. Yeah, you know, you know, fourteen. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet, right? And so when you see that, you see that. Okay, I can go too far. I can go too far. That's not just as I can go too short. I can go too far. Both of those can be ditches. And that's where we have to experience the flow. I've watched some people get upset because somebody cut it short. I've watched other people get upset because they cut it long. And, but the key is, what's the Lord saying? What's the Lord saying? And you have to be led on that. I know you've seen that a lot, Felicia, in different times where people, they, they went one too far. I, hey, I've been flowing under the anointing and I have preached too long. I preached past the anointing because the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, I, I went past it, and then I get done. I'm like, Lord, golly, we're on such a high. How did we end at what seems like and feels like a low? He said, you preached beyond what you should have. You should have cut it off, you know, which is like on Sunday. That wasn't even my message Sunday. I mean, it was, it was close. It was a neighbor, but it wasn't the message. And, but then there was an anointing, and God said, that's it. Now minister to the people. I was like, I wanted to preach some other stuff, you know. No, you follow the flow. You follow the anointing. That's what love does. Love is patient. My prayer is kind. Love is kind. My prayer is kind. And my prayer is not jealous. Love does not brag. My prayer doesn't brag. And it's not arrogant. Love does not act unbecomingly. Or prayer doesn't act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. Prayer does not seek its own. He says, if you pray according to my will, it shall be done. How many prayers are not according to his will, but according to our will? I can't tell you how many times I've watched people, and I've done it too. It's how I learned it and how I learned not to do it. I'm praying out what Brian wants, trying to stamp God's approval on it. And it may be a stamp, but it wasn't his stamp. right? Love does not seek its own, and prayer does not seek its own. 
It says, uh, it's not, love is not provoked. Prayer is not provoked. You ever seen somebody pray mad? <laughs> pray mad. And they're, they, they're allowing the provoking of the flesh to now go into prayer and they say it's God. Have you ever seen somebody? When, you know, this is a big deal. This is so important. People get in prayer, they'll think they pick up something in prayer, and it was them the whole time because it's what they wanted to do. It's what they had leading. They were slanted towards it. They were, they were biased towards something. But because they prayed it out, they now put God's stamp on it. That's seeking your own, you see. It's, it's being provoked over those things. I've allowed the, the things of my life to provoke me I've allowed the things happening or the situations to now provoke my prayer. And then because it comes out in the prayer meeting that I allowed outside of love, now God's on it. Yeah. That's, that's where you have to be very mindful to not do that. I've watched people actually completely get over into deception because they've not followed these principles. I was really talking about power in prayer today, but apparently love is what he wanted to talk about. He says, uh, love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Prayer doesn't take into account a wrong suffered. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness. You ever heard uh, people pray? I've prayed this way before, wrongly. Ever heard people pray uh, where they're just like going off about somebody who's not doing godly things? And it's like really they're just mad at another believer because they're doing it what they think is bad theology or bad doctrine and that's how they're praying. Prayer doesn't do that. But prayer rejoices with the truth. It rejoices with the truth. Prayer believe, bears all things. We're here to bear up some things. We're here to lift some things, to make it easier on others, bear the burdens of one another like Galatians 6, 2. Uh, prayer believes all things. Prayer, in other words, prayer is in faith. Prayer is, prayer is believing everything that God sends us. Prayer hopes all things. Prayer, in, in the word hope, prayer joys all things. Prayer is confident over all things. Prayer is expectant over all things. And prayer endures all things. And when we'll pray like that, our prayers won't fail. Love never fails. When we'll pray in love, love never fails. Right? Uh, huge, huge verses. And of course, uh, in the power of prayer, in James 5.16, it says prayer that we started with this at the beginning of the month. It says this, that when a righteous man prays, and if you're born again, you are righteous. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. And if you're doing things His way, there's no condemnation for you. There's no weight. And you walk into prayer, and it says, The prayer of a righteous man avails much. And it releases a power, uh, the earnest, heartfelt. Remember when we were talking about yesterday, praying in faith. It's gotta, we can't just speak words. So we've got to have words that are connected to our heart without doubt. Doubt will cut the cord connected to our doctrine to our heart, but when our words and our heart line up with the heart of God, prayer will bring about a earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. One man, without Jesus even, but he knew how to pray, and he had the Holy Ghost working with him. He said, one man took and it caused rain to not happen over the whole earth. And that same man prayed three and a half years later and rain started again. One man. What can we do today? 
What can we do in prayer when we have prayer in love? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Ho, 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 free, What we're going to do, so you know, uh, we're going to have a week off, and then we're going to have uh, noontime prayer again uh, each, each weekday, except for Wednesdays uh, at noon. You're welcome to come on Wednesdays as well when we do the broadcast. And then uh, we're also, at the same time, we're going to start prayer right here uh, from 6 to 7 in the morning. So if you'd like to come to all of them, you can. Uh, some people, it's easier to come early in the morning. Some of them, it's easier to come at noontime. Uh, that's why we want to have it available. We are a house of prayer. And uh, so we're going to have prayer available every uh, weekday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And uh, if you know me, I, I have always been a night owl, and I'm the one coming at 6 to 7. If you know me, uh, you know that's a miracle from God. You know God had to say that. And uh, amen. So let's pray. Hey, 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 stupro, come on. Bene me corodo durboso, boroboto, boneate de bossa, ara, 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 Bana hara hara ho, ho 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 yetene. Hey hey, stufro koma. Ha 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 Roho patanakana maso batana. Ye tenete kerekilu kurukurumoso. He he stuturupa momosadana mom. Yeah. It's rich in here already. Yeah, it's rich in here already today. Lord, we just receive it. Thank you, Father. Hey, 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 stu. Mm-hmm. Bayatanamia. Ho ho ye tenemo fre kamo. Lord, help us just to see love in the way that you see love. Help us to see our prayers done in love the way that you see it, Lord. We just thank you for it. Ho pro komo torobosebe. Beide mede kurobosebe de. Hana ha lo kurododomo sebia. Ha 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 ye tereko. Oh, oh, pray, can I get a massa? Pichi chuchu cho 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 so fro. Cune a massa umbalaco obaso breakene eche day. Ha ha yetene caraloso. Hando coro boso boso manti alo tane. Ooh, 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 ma a a a a a a a. A A is the E to O O O O O Fre Maka Amantarama Antaromoso Ho Ho Yeteniko Hanukoro Bosobotaramo Dialende 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ah, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Let's just, um, I just want us today, uh, I want us to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And uh, as we enter in today, and so I want each one of us just to pray out some thankfulness, things we're thankful for uh, as the Lord leads you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this. I thank you for that. And let's all participate in that, not just one or two, okay? Let the Lord lead you. And uh, so we'll just thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And then when we get done with thankfulness, I'll start it and then bear it, and then we'll go around in with Felicia. When we get done with thankfulness, you just take it right into praise and whatever the Lord leads you. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just thank you for this building. We thank you for our salvation. Lord, we thank you for sending your son. We thank you, Jesus, for sending the Holy Ghost. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your might in our lives. We thank you for being supernatural. We thank you, Lord, for saving us all those times we didn't know you saved us. <laughs> we thank you for holding back stuff we didn't even know was there. We thank you, Lord, for, for giving us a way out of fear. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a way out of poverty. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a way out of debt. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a way out of sickness. We thank you, Lord, for saving us from everything, Lord. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, it may sound silly to some, but I thank you for these chairs. Yeah, I thank you for this carpet in this place. I thank you for the lights and the equipment and the cameras, Lord. Lord, I thank you for power on the building. I thank you for public bathrooms. In Jesus' name, Lord. We didn't have to have church and go to the outhouse. It's, things are so easy today. Lord, I thank you for apps that will read the Bible to me, even while I sleep, Lord. I thank you for uh, the Bible in so many different translations to help us understand what you were saying. Lord, I thank you for, for people that knew Hebrew and Greek that broke it down so that I could see it even though I didn't know it, Lord. Lord, I thank you for giving us different languages to speak in, different languages to pray in, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Lamb, I'm saying, I praise you. I thank you for giving us different languages, knowledges of different languages, Lord. Spanish, French. I'm not talking about doing it just by the Holy Ghost, like interpretation, I'm talking tongues and interpretation. I'm talking about dropping in new languages. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Thank you for pouring out on your people. Thank you, Father, for closing the gap from lack to abundance. Thank you, Lord, that you take that gap out of there in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I can go on and on, but... Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank yeah. you that the Holy Spirit leads and guides and teaches. I thank you that he comforts. I thank you that he's a gift to us. 
Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you that you teach me, that you teach this church, that you lead this church, that where you lead, we follow, that as you prompt us, we listen. Father, I thank you for what we've received for the worship team as the stand in lead for it at this moment father i receive it i receive the musicians and i thank you for them i thank you that we're at another level i thank you that this church is at a higher place than it was a month ago i thank you that you've implanted vision and direction into us and not just into these people i thank you for the people that are coming i thank you for the leading of the spirit i thank you that you're drawing them in i thank you that these seats are filled I thank you that they're filled with loyal people committed to the vision. I thank you that the people are sold out to you and not to themselves. I thank you, Father, that you have given us the mind of Christ and we are one-minded. I thank you, Father, that this body's vision is your vision. I thank you, Lord, that the people are committed. I thank you that they are not flashes in the pan, but they continuously burn. I thank you that there is a constant stream of salvations in this place. I thank you that you are branding us not just with your joy but with a desire for souls and for your kingdom's ways. I thank you Jesus that we are a church full of soul winners. I thank you Father that each member of Boomerang supplies. They don't just receive, they supply. I thank you that they are abundant givers and because they're abundant givers I thank you Jesus that you're blessing them above and beyond where they ever thought possible. I thank you for breaking the back of poverty. I thank you for breaking off the chains that have held back provision. I thank you that increase is coming now and it's ours now. I thank you that never again will a member in Boomerang touch poverty. Never again will poverty touch the homes of people in Boomerang Church. Never again will lack touch the members of Boomerang Church. Never again will anything threaten their stability because their foundation is you. I thank you that you're strong when we feel weak. That is a lie that we're weak. We are strong in you and I thank you for your strength and your provision and your leading and your guidance. I thank you, Father, for being our provider. In Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for strength. Thank you for joy. Thank you for peace. Thank you for overflowing peace in the members of Boomerang. Thank you for family. Thank you for your love that is just so deep and just so amazing. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Lord, thank you for your love that's just filling each and every one of us so that we pour it out onto everybody, everywhere we go, that it just changes lives with your love, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for guiding us in everything that we do, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the peace that you're so willing to always give us. Thank you for the rest. Thank you for the patience that you're always giving us. Thank you for this time of prayer that we've had every day. Thank you that the great for the grace that's poured out on it every day. 
Thank you for the word that has been taught, that has been stretching us and growing us. Thank you for teaching us how to pray, how to grow in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for being so patient with us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Lord, I just thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for increasing our desire and hunger for you and the hunger for the Holy Spirit. I just thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Just thank you for our church as we grow, Lord, Father. Thank you for giving us direction. Thank you for our leaders, Lord, Father. We just thank you for, thank you, Lord. We just thank you. Thank you for patience and understanding, Lord, Father. Thank you for the boldness that you give us the to speak to others about you, Lord, Father. Just thank you for the light that beams inside of us from you and the Holy Spirit, Lord, Father. Let it shine without to others, Lord. We just thank you for all that you do, Lord. Thank you for increasing in us. Lord, let us decrease ourselves so that you can just keep pouring into us. Lord, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your unending mercy. Thank you that you want intimacy with us. Thank you that you desire, you yearn for intimacy even more than we do, Lord. Thank you for increasing our hunger for you. Thank you for empowering us to live like you did. Thank you that you are a light that shines. Thank you that we are a light in this world. Thank you that we are your children. Thank you that we lack nothing. We need nothing. We want nothing. Thank you for your goodness that never ends. We don't thank you for Thank you for increasing our knowledge of goodness as we increase our knowledge of you. We praise you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for your kindness. I thank you for reaching out to us when we were not reaching out to you. I thank you for grabbing hold of us, Lord, when we weren't grabbing hold of you. I thank you, Lord, for being our friend and being our constant help and our constant supply. I thank you, Lord, for your mercies that run like a river towards us. I thank you for correction. I thank you for protection. I thank you for lighting and guiding our way, Lord. I thank you that you saw fit to make us complete in you, that you changed the whole dynamic, Father, from law to grace. We thank you, Lord, for grace. 
grace to do what you've called us to do. I thank you, Father, for divine deposits to do our part, what you have called us to do. I thank you, Lord, for divine results to see the salvation of the Lord. I thank you for those joy buckets that you give us to draw with. I thank you for the water of life, Lord, that you give us to drink and to cleanse ourselves in. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that has forgiven all sin once and for all. And for everyone who has partaken of that blood from the beginning to now. And for everyone who will partake of that body and that blood from now until you come back and get us, Father. I thank you, Lord, that we get to spend eternity with you and that we get to have intimacy with you right now. I thank you, Father, that you draw us closer in our intimacy with you. Hallelujah. You said if we draw near to you, you would draw near to us. So I thank you, Father, that it is limitless and that we draw on you now and we praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Glory to God. We praise you, Father. <clears throat> we praise you for your spirit. We praise you for your wisdom. Thank you for the wisdom of God. Thank you for the ancient of days. Thank you that your wisdom sees, Lord, what we may not readily see, but it is revealed to us by your spirit. Father, we praise you. We pray, so enter into praise now. We praise you, Lord. Mm. Mm. Your wisdom is here. We praise you, Father. We praise you for a wise supply. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory and majesty, we praise you. And dominion forever. That made me think of your picture back there. Glory and majesty and dominion forever. We praise you, Father, that you are greater than the greatest. We praise you. You are good and your mercy endures forever. You are higher than the highest. You are older than the oldest. You are wiser than the wisest, richer than the richest, deeper than the deepest, better than the best. You were not voted in. You you cannot be voted out. <clears throat> you were not appointed. You cannot be unappointed. You were not enthroned. You cannot be dethroned. The Almighty, the invisible God that does visible things. You're immortal, the only wise God. Light and darkness are equal before you you are God who has and is and is to come holy 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 <laughs> the Lord God Almighty 
who was and is and is to come. <laughs> Thank you, righteous one, holy one, unsearchable, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, unchangeable changer, ocean divider, deliverer, provider, defender, revealer, healer, man of war, Lord of hosts, ever faithful, never failing or changing, restorer, blesser, purifier, sanctifier, refiner, refiner, Consuming and devouring fire. Consuming and devouring fire. We receive it, Lord. Consume us, Lord. We receive it. Devour us. We receive that. Receive that, Lord. See what you're doing right now. Sir, we praise you. 
we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. The Lord will stop you in corporate prayer where he has a focus. I, I didn't just stop reading. So we, we just praise him for that consuming and devouring fire because that's I couldn't yeah. say another thing. That fire needs to do something. Yeah. We praise you, sir. We praise you, Lord. Consuming and devouring fire. We praise you, sir. We praise you. Now fire will burn up the chaff. Yes, Lord. It'll burn the chaff out yes, of Lord. a ministry, of a person. It'll yes, burn, Lord. it'll get away the dross, it'll it'll yes, refine. Lord. Yes, Lord. It'll bring you to purity. Yes, Lord. And get away, get mm. the trash out. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. It will mark you. Praise you. It doesn't just, it won't just you. make you look Praise and you, smell different. It will you, change your whole makeup. Thank you, Jesus. The fire chemically changes something Praise from one you, thing to another. It will change who you are. You're marked not just in a scar, your whole life is marked by the fire. Purifies, refines, removes the chaff, and it changes you forever, and whew, it catches other people. It catches the people around you when you carry it consistently. Even a small flame next to a very wet piece of wood will eventually dry that wood out and catch it on fire. Thank you, Lord, for being the consuming and devouring fire. All consuming and devouring fire. Lord, consume us. Consume us. Consume us. Thank you. 
This has something to do with the worship prayer on yesterday. <clears throat> and Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Father. heaven is doing in this place we praise you for the ministry of heaven in this place when the Lord stops you like that and you can't do nothing you've prayed and you've gotten to a point I don't say this in a bad way, but it's like he don't need you no more to do. <laughs> it's they're doing something. <laughs> like he put Adam to sleep. He, he didn't need Adam to build Eve, but he did need Adam to settle down and be quiet. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. I wasn't even thinking of that. When that deep sleep fell on Abraham, Jesus. God said, I'll handle this covenant from here on out. Mm. In the book we're reading in the impact, the anointing, Pastor Benny is talking about you go in, you start talking, and then you hit the place of worship. 
But then there comes a time when you're not doing it anymore. God's doing it. And that's exactly the same thing. Lord, we just receive you.
this happens when he's pleased with the offering. Yeah. He he comes and the fire comes to the altar and devours it. That's right. notice towards the end of the month we've hit this place a lot more often and a lot quicker and didn't happen the first but it, it's the more you the more you pray the faster this happens and the more comfortable you get and trust each other in prayer and you can go and just pray and there's a strength in that corporate unity that grows and in unity Psalm 133 God commands the blessing
is like bringing you into fullness. Um, and I'm hearing the Lord say that we collectively have to be mindful now where he is unctioning us to renew our mind. He gave me the scripture. He was saying the scripture to me um, where Paul said, I beseech you by the mercies of God to present yeah. yourself a living sacrifice. That, that has happened. Um, um, <clears throat> holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That has happened. He's considering that now. Um, this is happening now because of that. Um, because you've presented yourself. But then he goes on to tell him the second part. You know, um, don't leave out of here and be conformed to the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you can prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Yeah. So sometimes the Lord does a work in our soul, man. He does a purifying, a sanctifying. But our mind have to catch up to what he's done. Or we may not see any progress. Even though it's progress has been deposited into us. It's like your mind have to catch up with salvation. If you can consider that. It has to catch up with salvation until you die. Because we're born again. But there are areas where your mind has to catch up to that kind of freedom. Like when you preach, what's the normal of God? Yeah. You can go your whole life and not have your mind catch up to half of the normal. That's what he's saying. Some, something, yeah. Something's happened to you in here today. I could feel the fire in my soul, man. I could feel it. Yeah. And I thank God for it because God kept saying to me over and over while I've been experiencing, um, you know, this digestive issue, fire, fire, fire. When I would pray fire, 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 I couldn't even pray for saying fire hmm. without feeling it. But today I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't let your mind slip. There are some areas we absolutely will not let our mind slip. But there are areas that we will. So just when he unctions you, now you, you study up on that yeah. healing or you study up on that, you know, that's finances. Right. Go to it. Because that's him linking your mind with what's already done in yes. you so that you can prove it out. You know, and we heard, heard that message a few weeks ago. Our mind is the thing that needs renewed. But we saw in scripture how the mind comes to know or comes to be renewed when the spirit comprehends. But the spirit doesn't comprehend until there's an unction or an anointing from God. And, and it generally doesn't happen unless we are in prayer, in the Word, by the Holy Ghost. You can be in the Word, not by the Holy Ghost, and it won't profit you anything. You're in there for the wrong reasons. 
you know, maybe you're just trying to get your minutes in, you know, or your chapters in. You're in for the wrong reason, trying to pay a price in that way instead of just receiving it and, and doing it because you love God. But then you have, or preaching, when you're preaching under the anointing. So a lot of times mind renewal is not available unless you're positioning yourself and you're prepared to receive. You prepared yourself today by being here, by being in prayer, by being in these places, right? And uh, when you do that, the anointing then will enlighten your spirit. It'll make your spirit to comprehend. And when your spirit comprehends, then all of a sudden your mind will know and be renewed. So a lot of people, they don't put enough emphasis on being under an anointing and therefore they have, never have the knowing and they ha don't have the renewal. They go through the same problems over and over and over again because they're not under the anointing or they're under the anointing with a hardened heart, with a block, right? So it's very important. Looking for a verse and then I have, I have a word. If anybody else has something to wrap that up. Felicia's been telling me if something seems silly, you don't just dismiss it. So pastor was praying in tongues and he said, bong, 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 like three or four times specifically. <laughs> and when I heard it, it reminded me of a game that I used to play and it had levers on either side, like ledges and the ball would hop, bong, uh. bong, bong, bong. And it was going higher and higher. And well, so I started laughing and about that time pastor took off running and I laughed even more because I believe what the Holy Spirit showed me. Please correct me if I'm off, but the next thought I had in my head was Abby this morning was trying to make whipped cream out of heavy cream with a <laughs> stirrer. And she just had it at the bottom of the cup and she was stirring and 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 stirring. But it happened. Yeah. And as pastor was running, what I believe the Holy Spirit showed me was that it's not man's tools, but that pastor was intentionally stirring up the gifts that are in this body. He was stirring up the fivefold. He was stirring up the ministry gifts. He was stirring up tongues and interpretation. He was stirring up what needs to happen. And by pastor, as the head of this ministry and the visionary and who God has anointed to be here, by him doing something in the physical, what was taking place in the supernatural and in the spiritual was that things are being that things are being deposited and stirred up to create this ministry into what God has created it to be. Yes, and a Amen. whirlwind picks things yes. up as it whirls. Yeah. yeah. That's Amen. what when he was running it, it it reminded me of, of a um well I don't have anything else anyway. But <laughs> as he was running it reminded me of a whirlwind and in the natural it I mean it can pick up houses. Yeah. It can pick up buildings. Yeah. It it can pick up vehicles, yeah. and it rearranges things. Mm -hmm. like I There's something on that. Yeah. Is it rearranging? It rearranges things. Yeah. yeah. Amen. But did you now you see how that works? Mm -hmm. Bong 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 sounds silly, but. <laughs> He uses the foolish things to That's confine, right. you know, our wise mind or what we, you know, we think, we think we're wise. But he'll give you something silly to give you a higher wisdom. And I remember saying the wisdom of God is here. Yeah. To use something silly, step out by faith. 
especially if it reminds you of childhood, oh, that's like 100%. If, it, if this reminds you of that, you're in a parable already. Remember, Jesus would say the kingdom of heaven is like, you know, when I used to ride my bike down our street. He didn't say that, but you know the things that he said. Yeah. It's 100%. Well, and that, you know, one of the whirlwinds is like the outreaches and victory nights that we're doing. Yeah. You know, that picture is like a, like a spiral, like a whirlwind. But I knew mm. when I took off and ran, I knew I was running by the power of the Holy Ghost, and I was running from me, but I also knew that it was dual purpose, that I was breaking through stuff of other people at the same time, that as I ran, I was breaking through for them, and they'd be able to fall right in line and be, and be swept into it. So um, I didn't have those words, but that's, that's what it was. Amen. I believe I specifically saw or knew by the Holy Ghost that it was ministry giftings that you were. Mm, that's good. Anybody else? You have something? When I, there were a couple things he showed me, and I felt like he told me my mind would have split them up into he showed me this and this, but I feel like now he's telling me that they're they're all connected somehow. Um, but when we first started saying fire, I felt like all of us that were here, I saw from our heads down to our feet, like a capsule almost of fire. But it, it was kind of like a bubble in the way that the fire was all around us, but we weren't like we weren't getting burned up or anything but it was completely encapsulating us and I saw specifically um Becca out in the lobby and as she was surrounded by the fire she like reached out like it was like a Sunday morning or something and she reached out to like she was smiling and like shaking someone's hand or something and she felt normal under the fire but as she reached out, the person wasn't surrounded by fire, and they felt the fire when she reached out, They're, and they were shocked and just by the fire, but she felt normal in it. And then I felt like he was bringing up the song that um, says, like, deeper, deeper still. Um, and I saw the... In the ocean, there's the levels, and the deeper you get, the more the pressure is. And I saw them, like the fish that are deeper, and it was like his intimacy as he's calling us deeper and deeper still. And there's more pressure as we go deeper, but the fish that live down there in the deep, longer <laughs> the fish that live in the deep they don't feel the pressure they they feel like they can go deeper and the longer the deeper we go 
And then we sit in that, and we receive all we can from that level, and then we're ready to go deeper. We, we don't feel the pressure anymore, and we're able to go deeper. And it, it may feel pressured once we get to a, another level, like we may feel more pressure. But then that becomes the new normal. The deeper we go, that becomes the new normal. And the fish that live down there in the deepest levels of the ocean, they, they can't just go back up to the, to the um, shallow. They'll, they'll explode if they do. Um, and he didn't explain all that science to me, but he was just saying they would. Um, and then he reminded me of the, rest, the other line of the song that says, so we're going deeper still into your love. And that's what we were talking about at the beginning in First Corinthians 13. We're talking about his love and it all it all wrapped together and then right after that he said he said you are a people of joy and immediately in my head I separated those as two separate words with the deep and the love and the joy but he said no they're together and he repeated you are a people of joy he repeated it like 20 times and he said that um, in, in the English language, A, A something means one. We are one people of joy. We are a people in unity. We have to be in unity to be a people. And in joy, we are a people unified under him. That's what? I was going to let you say something. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? So, um, ever since we started the anointing class, God's been bringing up a lot of me pulling on in my relationship with him as not just God, but mm. as a father. He's been talking to me about that a lot, just mm-hmm. even when I address him as a father or even daddy. I don't even use the word daddy for my dad, but he's been <laughs> bringing that up a lot. And when I was sitting here, I was just thinking about like laying on God's chest and it reminded me when I was like three or four, I was really little. I used to lay on my dad's chest when we would watch TV watch movies or whatever and I was so young that I couldn't 
comprehend what was on the TV. And he used to tease me because he knew that. And while I was on his chest, he used to say, what's this about? And I'd say, I don't know. I'd say, I, I don't know. And he used to ask me that all the time. What's this about? What's it all about? And I'd say, I don't know. And I didn't care. I had zero care what was on the TV because I just wanted to be with him, laying on him. And I was totally happy just being on him. And I'd even probably look at the TV and it just didn't even, nothing came in my mind. It didn't register at all. I didn't care. I didn't want to try to figure out wasn't concerned with not understanding the TV. I just wanted to be on his chest with my dad. And um, yeah, so that's what I was reminded of. And, uh, and it's not something with me and my dad, like being emotional of me thinking about my dad. It's not that, it's me thinking, me and God. And, uh, so you're spinning off of what she said. Um, that deeper still and that deeper intimacy because there's a difference between God and Father. The sinner can say God, but only a son can say Father. And so he's calling, you know, you, all of us, levels and bong, bong, bong. <laughs> We're going to laugh, lay on my box, you. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, yes, I am, a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put bong, 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 bong. Um, but he, we come on levels, and she talked about the deeper levels. And he um, reminding you that that's all you wanted. You didn't want the TV. You just wanted dad. Yeah. And so what it puts you in the mind of is what's really happening. And so look for the, the new cue cards. You know how when somebody's acting or in front of the screen, they give them a cue card to read in front of the camera, like at the Grammy Awards or something like that, or the, on the news, they give them the next cue card. And they're looking in the camera, but there's a cue card man that's telling them what to say. Or now, well, you know I'm older, but now they have a screen they can read. Right. Pay attention to your new cue cards. The Holy Spirit will flash it. Yeah. Turn that TV off and come to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's just an example. Don't stay here in Walmart too much longer. Go home. Your cue card. Can you read Psalm 23 before you go? Cue card. He's using those prompts to bring you to that place with him on those deeper levels that you remember about your earthly father. And I also want to say no one's thought or example is minor yeah. during corporate yeah. prayer. Yeah, that's right. Because when she got finished, I looked at the pastor and said, what you going to do with that? <laughs> you know, it's like the preachers, I don't want to go yeah. up there now. Yeah, that's <laughs> You right. know, that type of thing. But it's, it's just the wisdom of God. But 
in corporate prayer, God will call on you on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he, it means he's thinking about everyone, and we're all thinking about him. So he takes the, how do you, how do you, 24, he, t- you're still 17, right? <laughs> he takes the youngest of the bunch. You see what I'm saying? To talk about the pressure. 17-year-olds don't know about life's pressure. I'm not trying to minimize you, but your daddy will tell you what I just told you. Y'all don't know nothing yet. You know it on your level. You know peer pressure. You know I can't fit into these jeans no more pressure. But you don't know the other pressures that your parents know. But see what he's using her to talk about the the pressure that comes to go deeper, or as they say, when you're squeezing the olive to get the oil. That's another example. Olives have to be squeezed and pressed to, to get that ball of olive oil that we use in cooking or anointing. And grapes have to be squeezed and pressed. And she's describing all of that by the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I so said that exact line for like months last year. Give yourself to the pressing. Imagine yourself mm. that long. Give yourself to the pressing. Mm. Do you remember that? I forgot about it. Well see he will bring that back up and see I he'll bring it up by someone who don't know it. To prove it's me. Mm-hmm. Me me being him, not not us. Yeah. So no one's you know, you could think, I just think about pouring those Rice Krispie cereal when I was a little girl. <laughs> you know, I love to eat them on fries. Whatever it might be. And it might sound silly. I'm just giving an example. But I can distinctly remember the snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. Well, in corporate prayer with what has just been said, that would remind me of fireworks and fire and works of fire. You see how he works? So nothing, don't discount, you know, like I told you, I just want to eat a peanut butter and jelly. Don't discount it. But ask God, is this you? And let him, you know, give you the signal. And then share it, because no, no one's examples are minor. And your message about laying your head on daddy, um, that meant something. I needed to hear that. Like it added to something that he's talking to me about. And, and it was confirmation of it in that way. So that was, that's huge. It wasn't just for you. So. Yeah, amen, amen. Because you said the Holy Spirit always gives a witness. I don't know what, what point you heard that. I don't know at what point you saw that and whatnot, but there was a point where I started singing, and I don't like this song, but like in my head, <laughs> I started singing the Carrie Job song about I want to lay at your feet, the one that Teddy makes fun of. I started thinking about that. I'm like, that's super weird. I don't like this at all. Why am I thinking and humming this song? So at some point, it was there. But so you knew that wasn't your flesh. No, sure was My flesh didn't like it. Anybody else have that? Anything? I just kept seeing like a waterfall. I've been seeing it like different times when we pray, like impact. I think I saw it 
and it just doesn't stop. Like it just mm. keeps, and I was just like in awe. Like I just was like staring, just in awe. And I had that "May We Never Lose Our Wonder" song in my head. It just yeah. was like, oh my goodness, and it just never stopped. The waterfall it just kept going. We need to sing that song again. I, I really like that song. Do you have anything, Shannon? Anything else? I just had the words, peace, be still. The time's not come, but it's coming. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, she don't know this, but I received Psalm 46, which is where that is, that the Lord makes the wars to cease. After the fire came, it was on me, but I thought that was for me. Um, um, he makes the wars to cease. He makes it. When we're mm -hmm. still before him and know that he is God. And of course we know he stop, Jesus stops the storms. Peace be still. He was telling me the other day, like I was reading it, it's Moses where he was like, like be, what did he say? Um, be still and God will fight for you or something like that. See the salvation. And be yeah. still and know. You know. We were talking about mind renewal earlier too. Be still and know. And know. That's part of you, you, what you're doing, we're seeing at the end of a month of prayer that the Lord's releasing revelation. He's releasing wisdom, right? And he's releasing a mind renewal in that way. And that's what happened. Why is he doing that? And he's been releasing it on Sunday morning too. Why is he doing it? Because we're being still before him as a group, as a body. We're saying, Lord, we're a house of prayer. Well, what happens if you keep on? You don't just have it once or twice a year that you do it. You know, you just keep on in it. Well, that's where he wants to lead people to. But there's got to be a people that want to, that understand, hey, this is how you handle stuff out there before you ever get to it. Mm -hmm. you, you spend time where you need to spend time. You do what he says to do. Amen. Anybody else? You said to be still and know earlier this week, too. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. the water in here um, it's been months and months back but it hadn't fallen yet it was a huge bucket I was sitting on the front row it was a huge bucket and over me up but it I was in the spirit realm it wasn't up like at the ceiling I saw in the spirit and it was pouring this way and the water was sparkly and um, of course, water is clear, but it looked blue, um, which is indicative of grace, the color blue. And it was just hanging there supernaturally. It, the bucket was tilted, but it hadn't fallen yet. And so when you said, I'm seeing a waterfall, that reminds me of that huge bucket that I saw that this thing has fallen in the spirit during this time. I saw it in the spirit ready. You know, like somebody says, I'm going to put this water on you, and they're ready to toss it, but they haven't. I saw it ready, but you saw it falling. Amen. So, hallelujah. You remember when you, when you first started coming, you said, you're reminding me of somebody. You remember that? All right. So when I ran, you'll know what this means. When I ran, I saw um, that that was a symbol 
that we're that the Lord is the Lord is opening up a level of that kind of glory. Mm. I'm not saying it's the whole thing, mm. but we just today he opened up a new level mm. of what would happen in some of those meetings. Mm. He opened up a, uh, it was like you know if this is the level we went boom and we'll start seeing some of this. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you had said. yeah. I forgot I just about that. About <laughs> yeah, but that was that. well. And that while you were saying that yesterday, with the I saw this whole place filled with water, like there was only a gap of air at the peak, like a like about a two or three inch gap of air. But the whole thing was filled with water all the way to the all the way to the ceiling. That's what I saw yesterday. So all that's flowing together, and that's got to do with worship too. But when I said yesterday, I see it, I see it. I saw worship fill this place like water would fill this whole, whole place all the way up to the ceiling. It wasn't, it wasn't just up to here. It was up to the peak. And I mean, it was like, it was just filled. There was two or three inches of air, you know, maybe that was left. It was just overflowing. So just like what bubbles would be in the water after it just got filled and they just went to the top and that was all that there was in there. The rest of it was filled with pure water. So, Glory to God. Anybody else? Anything else? Okay. Uh, put your leg down. All right, so right when you sit down, today's the last day of your fast, is that correct? Um, You're eating today. Yeah, you just finished it. So right when you sat down, I saw something, and I was like, that's weird, Lord, what is that? And I was like, is that you? And so I threw it away, and it kept coming back, and I was like, okay, all right. I know it's you, but what in the world does that mean? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's a word for you. Now, I'm going to say this. This word is for you specifically, okay? Um, matter of fact, hold on. Because you'll probably want it. Okay, so this word is specifically for you. (laughs) Let me start over. Just makes the anticipation process better. Okay, so Barrett, this word is specifically for you. However, it can be for anybody, all right? I mean, this is a word really for anybody. However, there's something special on it for you right now, today. And uh, so, like I said, it was something that was, that was strange to me, but then once he showed me what it was, uh, it'll mean something to you. All right, so I saw myself doing this. And which is basically putting the soles of my feet on your knees. 
And I was like, Lord, what is that? And I tried to throw it away. I tried to throw it out. I was like, I don't even know what that means, you know. But I put, I just saw myself doing that. I'm like, that's strange. And I was like, well, if this is you, I'll just do it in the middle of prayer. And he's like, no, just wait. And I was like, okay. And um, because I'm crazy, I do stuff, you know. (laughs) I don't care. And uh, um, so that'll be up to you to ask for the interpretation. And uh, anyway, (laughs) so. Anyway, this is what I heard him say, I believe, for you. And it's this. Because of your giving yourself over this past month, I'm going to show you something. As you let your knees in prayer do the walking and the talking to me, as you make your knees the soles of your spiritual walk, as you make in prayer the souls that you will move and tread, you will tread on serpents and scorpions, you will tread on the high places, but it'll come through your intimacy with me as you make your knees the souls of your spiritual walk. Give yourself to me and I'll show you new things and I will take you to new heights. I will take you to new places and new giftings in me that you have longed for. I'm opening up an opportunity now because of what you've allowed to give yourself to over this fast. This was no mere small thing. This was a big thing. And I'm opening up an opportunity. And if, it's an if, it's not, it's not done. It's an if, there's a condition. You will make prayer and intimacy on your knees with me the souls of your spiritual walk. I'll take you to places that you only dreamed of. In Jesus' name. Now that's for anybody because anybody can go to those places and that's the way there's something special on it for her today. Uh, This is what he says why I went to this verse. Thank you, Lord. He said, if you'll do this, like in Psalms 18, I'll make your feet like hinds feet. And And he sets me upon the high places. He makes my feet 
like hinds feet, and he sets me upon the high places. Psalm 18, 33. If you will make your knees like the sole of your spiritual feet, he will make your spiritual feet like hinds feet. And you'll be able to go up to places that nobody else can go to or wants to go to. But they'll look up and say, how did she get there? You know, when we went to Hawaii, we were flying in the helicopter in the crater. And I mean, the cliff's like this. And we look, and sure enough, right in the middle of it, like 200 yards out from the edge, 200 yards from where you could walk by holding on to something, the cliff's like, you know, 90, 80, 85 degrees straight up and down. Right in the middle of it, 200 yards out, there's a goat standing there eating stuff. It's like, how do he get there and not fall? Because he's got hind's feet. And the Lord will make your feet like hind's feet. That's for anybody. But she just was obedient to the Lord. And when you're obedient and willing, you'll eat the good of the land. That was a good day. <laughs> when she, I was talking, yeah, here. I saw that candy bar. Remember the candy bar, the log? You used to eat, it had the stripes on it. And then I saw the water rising, and she was holding the log as she kept going up. And mm, up, holding mm. on to the log of the word of God as she was rising. Amen. There, that verse. He's brought that up to me a lot recently. Like there, I have, um, I have a close friend of mine that prays for me, and she's great. And she would be praying for me, and she would say, that verse just keeps coming up. And it was almost like she didn't want to keep saying it. Like she wanted to pray for something else, but she couldn't get away from that verse. So that's been a verse that's been on my heart for a few months now very strongly. Well, see, and that's connected to what you saw as well, laying on Daddy's chest. That's, that's being on your knees, you know. I mean, I think when you go into prayer time, you definitely should be on your knees at some point. But that's not saying that it's... You know, you could be sitting on the couch. You could be walking around the house. It's talking about the place of prayer, the place on daddy's chest in intimacy with him. That's, that's for you as well. It's just as much a word for you or anybody that's listening. If you will get in that place of intimacy, you know, there's just, there's something extra on it for you today, obviously. And, uh, but that's really for anybody. That's the same word that you had. You should take that as yours. <laughs> you know, him bringing that up and connecting that. That's awesome. Have you read that book, um, Hind's Feet on High Places by Hannah Hemingway? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, have you read it? Oh, Lord. It's a, <laughs> it's a Christian classic. She's been dead long, long. Hind's Feet on High Places, Hannah Hernard. Um, it's an allegory, like a fictitious story written by a Christian lady, how much afraid becomes grace and glory. Mm-hmm. 
God changes her name. Her name was much, much afraid when she lived down in the valley with her fearing cousins and fearing family. Their names were the, the fearings. But as the shepherd came and got her, and, you know, there are angels in the book. Um, I think they are um, joy and peace. Um, she, I think she starts with suffering and sorrow. And, you know, different things happen to her, things that make her afraid. And it, she's always calling for the shepherd to come and get her. You know, shepherd, you know, that type of thing. And he would rush to her because he already had his hind feet, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and so he would rush to her and all that. And, and um, you know, then he let her be and she'd have to do it, what she perceived to be on her own. But he was never outside of her voice, her voice's reach. He would always come to her like the Lord does. But she makes her way up the mountain to the something of love. I can't remember what it was because I, I read it years ago. Something of, of love was what it was called. And um, when she finally makes it to love, which is also what you were talking about, she gets her hind's feet mm. and he changes her name to grace and glory instead of much afraid. of the fire I felt like God was saying he was burning the fear out Amen. when it was burning things out and refining mm -hmm. I felt like that specifically was fear burning out Amen. glory to God glory. that's awesome timely <laughs> that's awesome amen well if you're still watching <laughs> we love you <laughs> thanks for being here Yeah. I didn't feel like it. No. Like it was I know. Lord, we just praise you. Yeah. Lord, we praise you. We thank you. We give you the glory. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your fire. Thank you for giving us worship. Thank you for taking us to new levels. Thank you for, Lord, Thank you for wanting yeah. and desiring yeah. intimacy with us. <laughs> Who is man that you are mindful of? Lord, you're wholesome. We love you. We praise you. Thank you for being our daddy. What's going on in the world? What's on TV? We don't know. We don't care. <laughs> We just want you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.